0: what's good everybody welcome to the monday edition of the nba exchange it's been a while since we've been here uh i was a little sick last week Uh, i had a little sinus issue going on but i'm all good And we're supposed to have my guest on today. She was supposed to join me last week, but she is able to join me today. And I'm so glad to have her. This is her second time on the show, J.L. Rucker of 1.37 p.m. She is a fantastic sports journalist and entertainment journalist. And she has a really dope digital NBA series that we are going to talk about today. J.L., you joined me again. How are you doing, sis?
1: Good, bro. Thank you for having me. How are you?
0: I'm good. I'm good. I know we both had busy mornings, but I'm I'm good. I'm I'm good. Good good to see you um, once again. So I, I wanted to talk to you specifically about you know you've done a lot of stuff. I'm always watching your work, but you've been working on this NBA digital series. You put it mm-hmm. out on Twitter. It's out on out on the gram and IG. Um, you do a good job with it. Talk to the people about it. How you started it and what's what was your inspiration to to get this done.
1: Well, every week, I, or at least I try to, I put out like an NBA history video that I'm actually going to be kind of like transitioning as we get closer to playoff time and then afterwards with like the finals and the draft. But it's just been primarily about like big events in NBA history that people forgot about. So like, for example, one of the first videos that I did was on the three-pointer that Tim Duncan hit. In game one of the 2008, I think it was the first round series that they played against the San Antonio Spurs played against the Phoenix Suns. And it's like a lot of people were like, oh, I forgot about that. But that was a big moment when it happened. And so I just take different moments where it's just like, oh, you know, we forgot about that and I kind of do a throwback. So that's what I've been doing. And um, I've got a couple other videos that are coming up, but I'm going to be transitioning the series to... Uh, more of the current uh, event of what's going on when the playoffs start, so I'm excited
0: about that. I'm excited about that. See, one of the things I've actually liked, uh, Jail, is that I love that you do a lot of stuff that people have forgotten about or little nuances into stories that people may not have actually recognized. But I have to. I was thinking, you know, as I was mm-hmm. thinking about doing this interview, I said you also probably have to be learning a lot while you're creating these videos, probably finding mm-hmm. little things and details. That you haven't learned. Do you, do you learn a lot, you know, creating these videos, even mm-hmm. though you know that people are going to find out all these things as well, too? Yeah,
1: I mean, I do. And, and a lot of some of it's also things that I also knew already. And then I forgot about it. I was like, oh, I forgot this happened. Like, um, it was just it's it's cool. It's a It's a cool experience. And I have to shout out. Um, the editor that works for 137 PM that puts together pretty much all of my my videos. He's done every single one except one. So his name is Benjamin, and or we call him Benji. So shout out to Benji because he really does a great job, and we like we work together perfectly. Like it's just he completely understands my vision, and um, I think we make it happen. So. <laughs>
0: Yeah, shout out to Benji. He does a great job Absolutely, with it. And, yeah. and how, how are you inspired, like, coming up with the ideas for this? That You're like, hey, you're like, hey I want to do this that's really obscure. Like, there was one video I'm thinking about you did where you talked about the, the quickest player to foul out in NBA history. Yes. So it's a very obscure thing around the NBA, but it was something you thought about. How do you find the stories that you want to do and you want to tell in this format?
1: Well, I actually have to credit Benji for that one. Benji came up with that um, which was cool because I'm always open to ideas and I was like I didn't even think you know he was like let's go even deeper like let's go even more niche so that was that was a cool one to work on because that was something that I just didn't even know at all period and and Benji brought that to me I was like how did you find out about that but with all the other ones it's just like the idea itself I just kind of woke up one day and I was like hey you know, I want to make these videos. I was thinking about the Cavs and Wizards series. The NBA season was about to start back up, and, and and it's like everybody talks about current NBA. I wanted to talk about NBA history. I wanted to do something that was a little bit different, and so that's how I'm always kind of thinking about things. It's like how can I how can I separate myself from the pack? How can I do something that's a little bit different? And that's that's what we came up with. And it's a, you know, I wanted something that was incredibly well produced. Um, and I just, we've, we've made it happen. I've been fortunate to have like a great team
0: around me. Yeah, no, you're, you're doing it. You're killing it now In doing all in doing all that, it's gotta be fun coming up, coming up with all this stuff, but for you, what, what has been the most fun video that you've done in this series? Cause there's a lot of interesting ones that people mm-hmm. should check out, but what's been the most fun one that you were able to work on?
1: Well, I think it's gonna be the one that I'm dropping
0: this week, so I can't say ah, look, at, it. look at you teasing everybody. I like that. Yes, like it's gonna that.
1: be the one that I'm dropping this week okay. because I've, it's actually gonna be this whole month of March Madness that, that I'm excited about. So I think people are, I think people are gonna like what we're doing with it because we're going, we're going back, but we're going like back, back, you know. So. It's going to be okay, okay,
0: Yeah. Okay, I'm looking forward to seeing that. So, okay, I have to share with you what the one that I enjoyed the most. I think I messaged you after you did this one. So, I'm a big NBA Jam fan. Used to play (laughs) it back in the day. Love NBA Jam in that video. What was your inspiration behind that? Because I have to ask you, did you play NBA Jam? Did you care about it? Uh Why did you decide to go back in this? I assume that you hadn't, but why that topic? Because I love that you did it.
1: Well, I'm a little bit on the younger side. I'm still on my twenties, so I mean, I don't know if there's people like. Don't call call
0: me old. Don't call me old. (laughs) Sorry, I'm not
1: trying to. I haven't played it, but I have one memory. Like, actually, I have all of my memories from when I was like really, really little are tied to my dad. Uh, because, uh, my dad was the one that really introduced me to sports. He was like my first coach, unfortunately he's no longer here. And so like this, it's also a reason why I kind of like go so hard and I kind of do things that we talked about and, and things that he liked and stuff as well, kind of like personally to pay tribute to him. Um, but like, I have a couple of memories of when I was super small. And one of them is my dad playing what I think was NBA Jam. Actually, what I know was NBA Jam because it was the only basketball video game that was out. And I was like, it either could have been NBA Jam or it was NBA Live 95. It might have been Live 95 because that was closer that to when I was born. That came out, like, I think right around the time I was born. So, um, but I figured why not just do both?
0: So, that was dope. And you've gone back into other stuff. You did NBA Street. You took a look mm-hmm. back at that, which was really dope. So you've, you've taken it out of not just basketball, but how it's connected with other things, video games, that, et cetera. Yeah. I really appreciate it, Jim, because that was my favorite game growing up as a kid. Yes. I love the game. Um, I just recently read a book on the game. So props to your dad, rest in peace, for him for showing you yeah, that, yes. that you had that. But when you did it, because most people haven't taken a dive back into that game. So mm-hmm. even in this short digital format, I had to message you for that because I was like, no, I appreciate this. I appreciate yeah, that you did
1: that. Yeah. Sure. And, and fun fact, I've done a couple of um, Alan... Well, I've done one Alan Iverson video. I want to do a couple more, but my dad and AI used to hang tight
0: for a little That's bit. Dope. Yeah. Okay. That's dope. <laughs> AI is one of my favorite players too, so yeah. it's always good. So I got to ask you this because, you know, us as both content creators, journalists in this space, you know, we watch watching the NBA. We've seen the NBA has grown rapidly on social media. And then some mm-hmm. people are concerned that it's got this growth on social media People look for content like what you produce, what I produce, Mm -hmm. um, but it doesn't translate with the ratings. Do you think it's a good thing that the NBA is such popularity in social media, and that people are looking for content like yours? And do you think that takes away from people watching from the games at all?
1: Um, I, I mean, I think it is a good thing. I think you know that it was. I know ratings were something that like the NBA kind of struggled with a little bit before. LeBron went to Miami. I know that was that period because it was like the Eastern Conference was just they called it the leastern, you know, it was like the Western Conference was viewed as the more dominant and it was, you know, I I know like the ratings were really struggling kind of around that time. And like around the time that LeBron went to Miami, that's when it started to pick back up. But that was also kind of around the time that social media started building. And so I think it is good. I think I think it capitalizes in a way that um, I think it just it just it creates the conversation like you're now because of social media nobody's ever not going to watch the NBA and when it comes to ratings I think somebody brings up a good point is um, I know for me personally I don't really watch a whole lot of games like from start to finish I'll, I'll have it on and like as I'm working or in the background but in terms of like what I'm making a point to watch I don't really like commit to every single game until the playoffs like right now I will admit that I'm not going to be watching hardly any NBA these next couple of weeks because I'm going to be focused on March Madness. So um, that's just kind of how it is. But I don't really like lock in until the playoff time. And I think, yeah.
0: Yeah. And, and I, I think unless you're a diehard or you're really, you know, mm-hmm. a beat reporter or, or that kind of nature, JL, I don't think a lot of people do, which is a whole nother argument or discussion we could have on whether the season should be shorter right because people mm-hmm. might focus more if there's less games but there doesn't seem to be an intention problem at least for content like what you create right people right. want this stuff where they can go back look at stuff deep dive which is why i think what you did is is so well in are merging sports and entertainment so let's talk a little entertainment real quick mm-hmm. uh i talked to you before we started this neither of we neither of us have watched the show yet but hbo's mm-hmm. got this new series uh winning time Rise of the Lakers, Dynasty. Mm-hmm. I talked with somebody at my job at the New York Post who previewed the show, and he says it's really dope. How excited are you to watch this? Because I didn't watch the first episode, premiered last night. I'm excited to watch it. How excited are you to watch the show?
1: I'm definitely excited to watch it. I'm hoping to catch it um Probably if not tonight, then like sometime tomorrow. It's gonna be probably one of those things like these next couple of weeks where like, because it's happening during March Madness, where it's like it, I have to, I might have to catch it later. So, but I'm excited. Um, I you know to learn the the history of the, the Lakers because I know that um, a couple people on my team have started watching it already, and they said they love the way it's filmed. It's filmed like it's old school, like it's like it was through a 1980s video camera. And so that, that's definitely exciting to me because it, it needs to be something that stands out because this is a story that's been told before. Mm-hmm. These are documentaries that have been made before. It's like, so I'm interested to see, like okay, what's going to separate this one from all the other Lakers documentaries like that?
0: Yeah, I'm intrigued to see that too. Because you're right, there's been a lot about the Lakers, a lot about Magic Johnson, a lot about this, yeah. you know, that Showtime era of the Lakers. So I'm really intrigued to see uh, how they do. now. Keeping it in touch with the Lakers here. The Lakers this mm-hmm. season, man, they have not been so good. But the other night, LeBron James, he dropped a 56-piece on the Warriors. I know you at least saw some some of that. Do you think the Lakers can turn it around? Can that spark the Lakers to be any better for the rest of the season? Or the Lakers cooked and they're done? I
1: don't know. I mean, LeBron's been known to do the unthinkable. I think I think when you get LeBron into the postseason, which I do think the Lakers will make even if it's by way of the play in, um, anything can happen. So I, I mean, I'll never I'll never write out write off LeBron James. Um because he's taken teams with less quote unquote talent to further levels. You look at what he did with that Cavs team in, in twenty eighteen, and I know the NBA landscape was a lot different back then. Um, But you, he, they were not supposed to beat the Pacers. They were not supposed to beat the Raptors. They definitely weren't supposed to beat the Raptors. Um, They weren't even supposed to beat the Celtics. There were people that were like, "I don't know, can you know, like the Celtics might just have it." And like LeBron single-handedly took them and like dragged them to the finals. Mm -hmm. And even that first game, like they were about to win that, like they could have won that. So you know, but I mean. I won't, I'll never write off LeBron James. I just think it's incredible what he's doing at 37.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like uh, I'm watching that game the other night, and I'm like, wow, like, I can't believe he's doing this and putting up these numbers at 37. It's it's absolutely crazy. When you look around the league, Jail, what's the most entertaining team? Who do you really like to watch right now? What's the most entertaining team for you to watch?
1: Well, for me, that's going to always be – that's going to be the Cleveland Cavaliers. I've never – I've never – Left the Cavs, uh, we were, we had like a little bit of a losing streak these last like I think kind of going back to before All Star break. So we dropped because I think at one point we were the third seed and now we're the sixth seed. But we got the win last night, and so um, I'm looking forward to seeing what we're gonna do. Um, I'm looking forward to us being in the playoffs again. Um, I, I I do believe that we'll that we'll hold our spot and maybe even advance a little bit further in the standings. And I'm just excited to see. Um, because when's the, like, it's just going to be so interesting because we haven't been in the playoffs in such a long time. And it's like the only time we've ever been in the playoffs is with obviously LeBron James. So we're talking, it's going to be like a whole new era and I'm excited to see the Cleveland fans show up because Cleveland, quick and long, are they at quick and long still?
0: Can't yeah, it. But like they change the name so much, I can't. Remember yeah, I can't.
1: <laughs> all these names like Staples is now Crypto and all that. Ugh, yes. <laughs> but I know the, the Cavs' I mean, is always rocking.
0: And, do yeah. you, on that note, since you brought that up, and I forgot, I forgot that was your team. Mm-hmm. Do you want LeBron to come back? There was some talk around All Star Weekend about that. Would you want to see LeBron come back to the Cavs, or do you want to see, as you said, this new era with these young guys kind of ushering their own new thing? Or would you like to see LeBron come back to the city?
1: I'm torn. I'm a little torn because um, it isn't. It is like the new the new era. Um, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm torn because I kind of want to see what this team can do. And I mean, obviously, like who turns down LeBron James? I think it would be like the ultimate curtain call for him to come back, even if it's just for one year, do his final year with Cleveland. But I don't want the team. It's like it, for him to come back in 2014. Um, the team kind of had to be gutted in a way. And it worked for that time period, but it's like Kyrie ended up leaving. There were, you know, other pieces that were kind of gone. And I don't want the team gutted either, you know, because it, you know, when LeBron left, it's taken us a long time to get back to this point. You know, it's like everybody was gone. <laughs> I don't want right. that to happen. Like, I don't. I, I think we've got a great player in Evan Mobley, I think, Um Darius Garland is a great player, great young player. Like, I mean, I think Evan Mobley is going to be a future all-star one day. I mean, I think, I think we're all-stars one day. So I don't want that team gutted at all.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I, I hear that. It's not about the sentiment. It's about keeping what you can have yeah. going for the future. Yeah. Um, last thing, when we look at this season, who, if I said to you, okay, JL, the NBA champion in 2022 is going to be who? Who's winning it all this year?
1: I don't know. I don't know. I mean, is that it's,
0: is that wide open, right? I know it's, it's crazy. Is that open. wide open? Yeah. Wide open
1: because you could you could look at the Golden State Warriors, who've got the number two seed in the Western Conference, at least the last time I looked, and they've been struggling. They've lost several of their last games. Um, yep. uh, then, but uh, Phoenix is number one, but there's the issue of Chris Paul. Um, is he coming back? Uh, you know, like it's. I have no idea. <laughs>
0: <laughs> don't feel bad. A lot of a lot of people out here can't predict. I don't know. I can tell you. I felt good about the Warriors a couple months ago. Now it's like, I'm with you. I don't know. It's not bad. All right, let the people know what's next for you. You told me the NBA Digital Series that you do, it's shifting. You're going to be doing more current things that are going on with it. What's next for JL Rucker? Tell me.
1: What's next for me? I'm going to be doing a lot of March Madness stuff this month. Um, April's going to be playoffs, WNBA draft. And then we're you know, also going to have a lot going on with the WNBA I'm hoping to get out um, like this COVID kind of prevented things from happening last year, but I'm hoping to actually be at the draft this year, be at um, summer league, be at WNBA all-star weekend. So hopefully like those are things that, that I'll be able to do this year and and we'll have more like in-person stuff. And um, if you want to check it out, I just dropped an interview with Tyler Hero. Yep. So Make sure you guys check that out. I have a I have a WNBA superstar interview that I'm dropping in a couple of days.
0: So, see, you know what I like about you, you got all the teases in here, letting people know what's coming. You got you got to tease people, let them know you're yes. out here doing the work. I <laughs> see you I see you out here doing the work. Uh, everybody, mm-hmm. check out that interview with uh, Tyler Hero. That was on 1:37 p.m. Right? 137 yes, and PM. it's also tweeted yep. on
1: my personal account and on my IG as well. Yeah,
0: definitely so. uh, check out and follow JL Rucker. She's a great young sports and entertainment journalist and she likes to take things back sometimes, which is <laughs> really good too. JL, I appreciate you joining me uh once Thank again. You. Uh we have to do this again in the playoffs. We definitely mm-hmm. have to have you on once again. Uh appreciate your time and um keep up the great work, sis. Appreciate you. Thank you. Um are you gonna
1: post this so I can
0: see Yeah well this is this is always archived. It's live and then it's automatically archived. So everybody's going to be able to see it and it's gonna be audio, just letting people know on all digital streaming platforms too. So you got the audio and the video. So yeah, you know, know, I always appreciate you coming on, man. You always (laughs) are going to share it with the people. So we'll do it again soon. Be well. That is JL Rucker. I'm Dexter Henry. That is it for this episode of the NBA Exchange. We'll be back with another one on Wednesday and again on Friday. Till next time, y'all. Peace.